0: Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to be talking about the book by Matthew McConaughey, Green Lights. and if you haven't read it, I would suggest not reading it but listening to it on Audible because hearing Matthew read his own book is amazing and he just tells such a great story and I just think you get the energy and the vibe of it so much better. I don't know, I didn't read it, but I listened to it, and it is just so good, and I just think it had so many good lessons for us in our own life that we can apply, and so I just want to talk about those. And basically, the idea of green lights is that we should catch as many green lights as humanly possible throughout our lifetime. It is a metaphor for opportunity and affirmation that we are doing the right thing, Of course, life has its fair share of yellow and red lights. I don't know if you've ever been driving downtown or just somewhere that has lots of lights, and it's just so exciting when you hit all the green lights. You feel like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then the feeling when you hit all the red lights, and it's kind of irritating. So I think that can apply in your life, and I think it's important to reflect on your own life and thinking about Your life, when were green lights? When do you feel like you had a green light moment? And how did that help you get to where you are today? And I don't necessarily suggest always going into our past, but I think it's important sometimes to look at our past to see like the positives, where what went right, what went wrong. You can learn from them and grow from it. And so this is a great opportunity to see like where were your green lights and Matthew does such a great job. He goes back, way back to when he was a little kid with his family, when he was in high school, just different things. I mean, he lived a crazy, crazy (laughs) life, so much different than my life, but so many great lessons. And so, plus it's just a way to be more positive about your life. Like sometimes I think we think maybe something that was a red light at the time. And I'm going to talk about Divorce, we might think divorce that feels like a red light, but actually, it could totally be a green light and p- putting you into such a better space, mindset, and opening doors that you never thought possible. So sometimes things, maybe in our past, that at the time we thought were maybe a negative red light, yellow light, actually turned out to be a green light. In our life, I think it's also important to. Try to create green lights in our life. And it could be something as simple as doing the dishes the night before. And so when you wake up in the morning, you wake up to a clean sink or laying your clothes out, you know, maybe you sleep in the next day and you rush to work, but you're like, oh my gosh, I I laid my clothes out. I don't even have to think about that. Especially with kids going to school, they're getting ready to start school, like laying clothes out can lead to so much less stress in the morning or planning ahead. So anytime you can plan ahead, I think can help you have more green lights in your life, which can relieve stress and can make your day, your life go so much smoother. And I think when you start out in a positive, sometimes that can continue throughout your day. So making decisions ahead of time, I think, is such a valuable thing to learn. I think this is what this book was about, is reflecting on things that went well in his life and that maybe at the moment he thought were negatives, but it turns out that they prepared him for other events in his life. And so doing that for yourself, looking at the positives and focusing on those and even analyzing the negatives and see, like, was there something positive? That happened from that. So I was reflecting on different things that I thought were green lights. And I didn't go all the way back to when I was little, but I just was thinking when I graduated high school, I really wanted to go to BYU. And so, of course, I applied. And back then, um, if you applied to BYU, you automatically got accepted to Rick's College if you didn't get into BYU. That was in the early 90s. Or actually, that was 1989. That's the year I graduated. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Ricks College. And that's in Rexburg, Idaho. It's freezing cold there. I knew no one. My parents, my whole family, I think my brothers, we all drove, dropped me off. And, but I had such an amazing experience there. It was a smaller campus. I was surrounded by other people that were my same religion, which I, grew up in Colorado, so I didn't have that experience before. I was kind of like the odd person in my high school that um, there were a lot of Christians, but there weren't a lot of Mormons. And so being surrounded by other people that believed the same way as me was really so great. I really loved that. I I just was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) there's all these other people that had my same beliefs. I didn't have to always explain myself why I wasn't drinking, why I wasn't doing this or that. And so I loved, I really thrived in that environment. And so that I feel like was such a green light for me. The other one was in that time, I'd never known a girl that had gone on a mission. And when I was there, I decided I want to be a missionary. If all these guys can go on a mission, I want to go on a mission. So I went on a mission. I got called to Hong Kong, which they speak Cantonese, which was so out of my comfort zone, but it was so amazing. So I had that. I feel like that was such a green light for me because it taught me that I can do really hard things. And at the time, I didn't know how many hard things I was going to have to do in my life, but that gave me The belief that I could do hard things by going to this very foreign country, way different than I was used to, speaking a very, one of the hardest languages in the world, that God believed I could do it, and so I did. Then when I came home, green light, I applied and got accepted to BYU. I went to BYU. I don't know if there was much great that happened to me at BYU, but I did Learn Mandarin there. And I went and did study abroad in China. And so I continued my love for everything Asian. And so I had that foundation that I built, and it was a green light. I'm going to say meeting and marrying my husband was a green light because we created these four amazing, beautiful, wonderful children. They will always be green lights to me. Even though my marriage ended. I'm always going to focus on the positive of those four amazing children, and that was a green light. Another green light, I thought, was in 2009, I started a school uniform business for my kids. My kids went to a charter school and wore uniforms, and so I built a business from scratch using my degree that I got in college, fashion merchandising, and created this successful school uniform business. That was such a green positive light for me. It taught me that I can create something that people other people want to come to and buy and shop at and unfortunately that business basically burnt down. The building that it was housed in caught on fire. And so in I think 2011, 12 it was no longer but it gave me such a great foundation and a belief that I could do something and that I would be okay when something terrible happened, that I could still, I was still okay and it didn't ruin my life and end my life. And so I think that was such a green light lesson for me. Now I have lots of red light lessons, but I'm going to focus on all the green light lessons. So I think for me, that business made me realize like, oh no, just like now I'm creating my coaching business that I have the belief because of my last business that I created that I can I can do this too, and that's a green light. So just focusing on what are your green light stories, just like Matthew McConaughey shares a lot of his, as well as his red light and yellow light stories. And sometimes we think we're going in one direction, and it has to pivot, and that's okay. But knowing that the direction that we're going we're all into that. And it's okay if we have to pivot. It's okay if something doesn't go perfectly because life isn't perfect. When you're thinking about different green lights, make sure you're clear of what you want. What is your vision? What are you trying to create? What are you trying to do? And I think that takes practice and it takes a lot of maybe things going wrong, but getting clear in what you want and I think I definitely am going to use the example of my marriage. What I thought I wanted was a, you know, eternal marriage, a forever family. Of course, that's ultimately I did want that. But unfortunately, with the person I was married to, that was not happening. So I had to reevaluate, and in my mind, divorce is kind of a red light, but it actually turned out to be a green light for me because It gave me the time and space and freedom to be like, you know what? I am more important than my marriage. My kids are more important than my marriage. And my marriage wasn't really what kind of marriage I wanted. And so I became very clear about that and made my divorce actually became a green light for me. It didn't have to be a red light. And I think for so many, if you can look at your divorce or other things, maybe your spouse's affair or porn addiction or whatever that you're dealing with, if you can look at it and see how is this a green light for you? What is this helping you figure out? What is this helping you get clear on, figure out what you want? Do not place limitations on yourself. I think so many of us that we think, oh, well, we can't do that. We're not good enough. We aren't able to do that. Well, I've never made money before, so how am I going to make money now? But focus on what are you limiting yourself? is, Is it possible for you to do something different 100% and figuring out what are you limiting and what do you want to stop limiting? Because we all have these limiting beliefs and things that stop us from becoming who we really want to be and to go through and have a green light moment. I think having the unknown helps us discover what we do know. So getting out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we don't know or we know what we don't want or we don't know what we do want. And so it's kind of confusing. But when we get out of our comfort zone, we spend time alone and really reflect. This can help us figure out our true desires and what we really want. And I think Matthew, he says this so much in his book. I mean, he goes on these crazy alone trips in the Amazon. And like, I'm not saying do that, but taking time to be alone, to figure out getting out of your comfort zone and getting a little uncomfortable so you can discover what you really want and what you really know that you want. And that can be so helpful and help you have more green lights in your life. One of my favorite things that he talks about is to not seek what you desire, but be that attract it. So he talks about this a lot when he meets his future wife. But I think sometimes we're so focused on, okay, these are all the qualities we want in a person. If we're going to go with marriage, this is what we want. But instead of focusing on what we want, why not be that person? And I think um, I always tell my kids this, but I think as adults, now I'm in my 50s, reinventing myself, figuring myself out. So I need to be focused on who, what is the best Jennifer? Who is the best Jennifer? What are the qualities that I want? And I'm going to attract what I create, right? And so I'm going to create my own green lights by becoming the best version of me and what I thought I was trying to become was a person that my former husband would want to be with, but I was wrong about that. I am not the person he wants to be with. He's not interested. And that says nothing about me and only something about him. That doesn't matter. What matters to me is that I attract someone that I want to be with because, frankly, I don't want to be with a man like him. I don't want to be with someone that has affairs and cheats on his wife. I want to be with someone that is loyal and honest and trustworthy. And so I think it's important to know and instead of just focusing on what other people want and desire, focus on what you, who you want to be. And the last thing is we have to define what success is because I think sometimes we think success is a dollar amount or um, freedom of time or whatever you define success. Really think about it because I think our world defines it for sure of how much money you make. But sometimes it doesn't matter. He, in his book, he turned down like millions and millions of dollars to make more rom coms, which, you know, I loved all the rom coms he made, but he decided he didn't, that wasn't important to him anymore. And sometimes we get to that point where, you know what, how much more money can you make? But you know what, I want quality time with my family. I want to. Do X, Y, or Z. So you can really decide and you can change your mind over and over again what success looks like because it doesn't matter what the world thinks success looks like. It just matters what you think success looks like and what that means to you. So I would just challenge you if you're going to read the book or listen to the book, awesome, but really create a list or write down like, focus on, okay, in my past, these are some things that I really think helped me get to where I am today. And now I'm here. What things do I want to create to get me where I want to go? What are some things, what are some green lights? What are some, maybe some obstacles that you see that are going to prevent you from getting there? And it could be self-doubt. I'm not good enough we block ourselves from getting to where we want to go more than anyone else does we do a great job of it but really finding and do you need help I think everyone could use a coach a guide to help them get and reach their goals and meet their dreams but if that's not possible what books are you reading what podcasts are you listening to what are you doing to create what you desire in your life and so you can become that person that other people want to be around, that other people are attracted to, that the type of people that you want to be in your life are attracted to you. Because we can attract garbage, right? But we don't want garbage. We want quality. We want amazing. We want worthy because you're worthy of having whatever you desire. And it doesn't matter if you've been divorced one time, two times, three times. It doesn't matter if you've been betrayed. That says everything about someone else. That just says nothing about you. It doesn't matter if you've made mistakes because we've all made mistakes. So what matters the most is what you're doing to change, what you're doing to repair those mistakes, what you're doing to be accountable for those mistakes and then focusing on how you can create more green lights in your life. So thanks so much for listening today. If I can help you in any way, I would love for you to reach out. You can email me, find me on Instagram. Anyways, have a great day. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachjenwith1n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Happily Even After Podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after.